Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back. Welcome back to Live Mike. It's the penultimate episode. We're in the final segment of today's uh, episode number 311 on this Friday Eve tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's going to be a tough day. It's going to be a bittersweet day. Uh, you and I will say goodbye. Uh, tomorrow will be my final day here at KSL News Radio before uh, returning to Washington, D.C. to uh, take up my uh, next chapter uh, working in the United States Senate. I will be on the staff of Utah's senior Senator Mike Lee, working as the Director of Communications. That will commence next week. Uh, but we still have. We still have today. We still have tomorrow. So let's make uh, the, the most of it. I saw something Earlier today, I was in the middle of, uh, I don't know, talking about whatever it was we were talking about earlier, and I saw on the television screen, I saw some of that uh, infrared camera footage. You know the type you sometimes uh, see it uh, released by the military when uh, bombs are dropped or uh, when uh, areas of surveillance are recorded at night. Uh, You don't want light to give away your position, and so you use infrared uh, cameras. Well, uh, the Border Patrol uses the, the same types of cameras in an effort to, uh, to surveil the activities along the, the southern border in particular. And uh, there has been some footage released that, well, if I'm honest, as I was seeing uh, that footage play out before me, uh, it, it quite nearly brought a, a tear to my eye and a rage in me as well. Uh, There are four characters in this story. There is a three-year-old and a five-year-old, both little girls, uh, sisters from Ecuador. And there are two smugglers. According to the Border Patrol, Customs and Border Protection, uh, let it be known that two girls uh, were dropped onto the U.S. side of the border by these smugglers. But the way it transpired and the way that this infrared video footage portrays the event uh, makes me want to scoop up these little girls, hug them tight, keep them safe forever, and then uh, track down those smugglers and deliver uh, a a sort of justice that maybe ought not be uh, described here on the radio. Here's what happened. According to Border Protection, uh, these two smugglers brought Uh, these young girls, again, ages three and five from Ecuador, uh, to the southern border. They, one by one, climbed to the top of the fence and proceeded to drop 
the first girl over the side of the fence onto the hard, desert, dark ground below. Then the process was repeated. Now this time, the smuggler leaned down a little bit, shortening the distance that the young girl would fall. Well, then, uh, then he dropped her, and she did fall and tumble a bit. And then, in their final act of cowardice, they climbed down the back side of the fence, back onto the, uh, the Mexican side of the border, and you can see them scurrying off, running away like the cowards and the monsters that they are. The infrared camera remains trained on the base of the fence there, and you can see uh, those two little girls, again, three and five, sisters from Ecuador, smuggled to this country and tossed over a fence like garbage by monsters who ran away. You see the two girls uh, collect themselves. You can see them, uh, you, know, you know, after laying still for a time, uh, ultimately moving around and uh, coming about, checking on one another. And then the, then the video ends. And what we have since learned from Customs and Border Protection is that if not for that camera trained on that moment at that time, uh, it is entirely likely that those little girls may have succumbed to the harsh elements of the desert night. They were very swiftly collected uh, by CPB, CBP, were taken to a, a medical facility where they were checked out. And luckily... Uh, didn't sustain uh, injuries that were all that serious. They're now in the custody of uh, Border Patrol until they can be placed elsewhere uh, by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The chief patrol agent, a a woman named Gloria Chavez, uh, she the, the sector chief in Uh, El Paso with Border Protection. She said, quote, if not for the vigilance of our agents using mobile technology, these two tender-aged siblings would have been exposed to the harsh elements of desert environment for hours. The inhumane way smugglers abuse children while profiting off parents' desperation is criminal and morally reprehensible. Just this month, a young girl died by drowning. A six-month-old was thrown into the river, and two young children were dropped from a wall and left in the desert alone. There can be no doubt that children are exceptionally vulnerable when placed in the hands of smugglers. There is grave risk. They will be exploited and harmed. This, again, comments coming from Chief Patrol Agent Chavez of the El Paso sector. She said, I applaud our heroic Border Patrol agents who have saved lives this week and every week while putting their own lives at risk for the greater good of the country. I'm not going to debate border policy with you. We can do that another day. But something must be done because there are monsters on one side and they are throwing innocents into a cold, dark desert. There is incentive to do so. There is financial incentive to do so. That needs to be handled. That incentive needs to be taken away. And those who would seek to profit off the desperation of parents ought to feel a fear like they could never imagine.
do not be tempted by whatever incentive there may be. We need to communicate that message. I'm sorry to end the program today on such a somber note, uh, but that video struck me, and it'll probably remain seared into my mind for uh, ever to come. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Now time for Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News here on KSL. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.